0: Welcome to Derek and Lindsay Take On Life. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of topics, including travel, theme parks, and the trials and tribulations of raising two young children. Enjoy.
1: Today, Derek's 48 hours in Denver.
0: Yeah, well, this was kind of a last minute trip. I I certainly would have Booked a longer amount of time had it been planned for.
1: Yeah, so Derek left us for a couple of nights um, this past week to go to a conference in Denver, but... Not
0: a conference, a seminar.
1: A seminar. Uh, He went for work (laughs) to, you know broaden his mind and become a better leader and a better business owner, which makes him an incredible human being. But he got to go to a place that neither of us have ever been to. And even though he was, you know, working most of the time, I wanted to little do a little interview with him and see how it was, how Denver was, the mile-high city.
0: Yeah. You want to know something interesting? Please. So, they have a marker for exactly one mile above sea level... And it is the 15th step going up to the Capitol.
1: Interesting. Because the state
0: capital is there in Denver, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh-huh. I wish I would have uh, had time to explore the grounds. But it turns out, because they have better uh, technology now, it's actually the 13th step.
1: Oh. So they're
0: off by two steps on the marker.
1: Well, what can you do? Um, that's life. Yes. <laughs> So talk about uh, Denver, you know, talk about like getting there, the airport, things like ah, that.
0: Okay. Well, well, well getting there, uh, I actually had layovers in Salt Lake City. Okay. Utah is a place I've never thought to go to. But flying in and out of Salt Lake City, I saw what was a, looked like a beautiful community
1: yeah, uh, I've driven through Salt Lake City. I've never stopped in it, but I've driven through it and it seemed very clean.
0: I, I and I was very impressed because of that. Um, it seemed like well-manicured yards and you know, as much as you can see when you're a yeah. thousand feet yeah, yeah, heading yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, the airport was was beautiful. It was beautiful.
1: Was it like super busy? Was it big? It was a reasonable size airport. Uh-huh. I wouldn't
0: say it was super busy. They were definitely expanding it. Okay. So Salt Lake City's had a lot of influx of California residents mm-hmm. coming to it. So it's one of those one of those um, places that people have flocked to. Yeah. And I I honestly would be interested in giving it a visit. The surrounding areas looked like uh, there was some probably some good places to explore, hike, things of that sort. So so I, I just I want to mention that, that that I was very impressed by that airport. Uh, moving on to the Denver airport. This was a big, pretty um, crowded airport. And um,
1: so I have to put this out there. So mm-hmm. apparently the big Taylor Swift concert that's happening was happening in Denver this weekend.
0: Yes, <laughs> it was. And it was the, the first night of it. I don't know if it was multiple nights, but uh, the first night of it was when I was on my way to the airport.
1: Oh, okay. So my
0: driver was very concerned
1: Oh, because of traffic or...
0: Yes. Okay. So it was at uh, the stadium where the Broncos play. Okay. Which I did get to drive by. Very nice. And there's apparently a little theme park right across the way from there.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver,
0: Denver has a decent looking theme park.
1: Um, So I wonder, because I did send Derek uh, an Instagram video, literally the night he landed into Denver. And it was the Denver airport. And it was like crowded, full of people. And like the Instagram reel was like, don't travel into the Denver airport. It was, and I was like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't get stuck in this on the way back.
0: So a couple of interesting points there. First, getting out of the Denver airport was just fine. Okay. I, so it, it didn't take, you know, much. Uh, there was a a tram that you took and that, that didn't take take very long, you know, to get from from different gates and all that. Um, but Denver airport is like 30 minutes away from downtown Denver.
1: I was just about to ask you, how far
0: away is it's it? It's in the middle of nowhere. So flying in, uh, I was interested to see that there were still some snow caps mm-hmm. on top of, uh, even though it looked very deserty mm-hmm. on the mountains, there was still some snow at, at some of the peaks, Cool, but you flew into farmland. You literally... Going, it looked like you were, you know, flying into central um, California. Interesting. Yeah, it was It was all farmland. And I'm like, uh, isn't Denver supposed to be a pretty sizable city? <laughs> you drive 30 minutes into. Uh, so the surrounding areas around, you know, like the, the little suburbs of Denver, beautiful, clean, saw some gorgeous homes, saw some construction happening. And a lot of the drivers I spoke with, were new to the Denver area.
1: Okay.
0: All loved living there. All were very happy. So I can see that Denver has had a population boom. Uh, there was new construction, new houses there. They were doing a lot of construction on the roads in downtown Denver. Really? On the roads and some of the buildings.
1: As I say, when you video called me the first night, I could see all I saw was construction. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, construction is a great thing. You're revitalizing places. Mm -hmm. You're adding new things. So all for it. All great. So tell us about your first night and your adventure walking around downtown Denver. Where'd you go?
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, So I went to one of the hip areas of Denver, Larimer Square. And Laramer Square was heavily under construction when I was there. <laughs> of course, so a lot of the walkway was uh, closed down uh, due to construction, which is fine. They're they're improving it, which is great. Exactly. I, I as somebody that loves California, but has seen some of our infrastructure wear down, some of our roads just go to heck. You know, go to heck.
1: Go um, to heck in a handbasket. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> With a, well,
1: Literally driving up here today. So, full disclosure, we are recording this in my parents' house in uh, Napa because they have a pool and it's really hot. But we were, and
0: there's there's five major wineries within five miles, something um, like that?
1: But so we were driving up here, and they were doing some major construction going into Napa right now. Mm-hmm. And even Malcolm was like, well, why are they doing this? And they're like, well, because they're trying to improve the quality of life. It's so hard to get in and out of Napa. They're trying to make it easier for everyone. So, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, it, again, construction is a great thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's improve things. Anyway, back to uh, right. Lar- Larimer the, Square?
0: Larimer Square. Okay. <laughs> Laramara Square. <laughs> So it, it's an Our area. A you tongue twister. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it reminds me of uh, certain sections of like downtown San Jose. Okay. Where it's walkable. Mm-hmm. It's got the food scenes. It's a pretty neat area. I was there kind of later on a Wednesday night. So it wasn't like popping, popping. There was a lot of people, but it wasn't popping. Okay. So I got to see a chunk of of homeless, you know, Panhand not panhandling, but yeah. just wandering, uh, you know, and being a tourist, having to look at my phone because I'm trying to get to this hip restaurant, which I, did, I didn't I did make it to. Um, I obviously was a little bit nervous, you know, being an obvious tourist. Not as bad as like San Francisco, but I'm going to say San Jose again. I would say about the level of San Jose, of what you would run into. Uh, the nice thing is, is even though that there is a, a homeless presence there and they still have the tents and everything. You don't see as much of it. The streets are still nice and clean. You're not seeing the evidence or smelling the evidence like you do in San Francisco. Okay. Um, so it's not non-existent, but it's reasonably managed.
1: Okay. Um, so you- want- <gasps> On
0: that note, I don't know if I saw a single police officer in all of my time in Denver. Huh.
1: Anywho, uh, so you were heading to a restaurant that you didn't get to, but mm-hmm. where did you end up going that night? Uh,
0: so I ended up going to this—I uh, think it was West Saloon and Bar. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I had had a, my salad with salmon and, and uh, you know, an old fashioned. It was a very good old fashioned. Just, just just a little, um, you know, exploration of the area. Uh, so I got to walk a decent amount of Larimer Square. There looked like some decent restaurants and everything, but they were starting to close down. Yeah, it was, it was ten was, o'clock. Yeah, it was later. So. I, I didn't get to get the full Laramere Square, plus it was uh, construction. Now, I believe over on the other side of Laramere Square uh, is is what I guess must be the theater district. Okay. So they have a nice, newer-looking theater. Like, looks like a major...
1: Like, where all, like, the touring companies it, go through. Exactly. Okay, yeah.
0: Exactly. But then just down the way from that, like, one block down... You have what must have been the older theater, which is still an active theater. Okay. And it looks like it would be a place where you would have, like, regional shows.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it.
0: Yes. Let's, and then,
1: more theater. Let's go.
0: <laughs> and then it seemed like there was, like, things like dance classes and stuff like that in that area.
1: Awesome. And so it, like you it
0: looked phenomenal. looked revived.
1: You had, like, your little theater district.
0: Yes. That's
1: so cool. I love it. Oh, yes. I miss theater.
0: So so I think, you know, on on a more planned, a little bit more time trip... Um, perhaps seeing a show there because it looked like a newer theater like built in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to see what the interior of that looks like.
1: See what kind of tech they got going on. Exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. I mean, I mean, Red Rocks would be number one as far as show venues to go to there. Yeah. But that that theater looks amazing.
1: So on the note of Red Rocks, uh, which if you don't know what that is, it's a huge amphitheater out in like the Colorado mountains i guess right
0: it's not it's not too far from denver
1: um but it's a huge amphitheater that you can they do comedy shows they do lots of music there um which is on a bucket list i think for both of us absolutely so what else went in your walking around in your brief little reading about denver mm-hmm. what did you see that if you had more time in the future what would you really like to go back and do
0: So there seems to be a lot of beautiful hikes to do that are just outside the city. Mm -hmm. So I would love to do some of those hikes. I mean, there's like waterfalls and beautiful springs and things like that. Some of the images that I saw and doing my quick research looked kind of like Hawaii. I love it. Yeah. So I would love to do that. I think driving to Denver wouldn't be too difficult Mm -hmm. from where we're located now. And I would bring a set of golf clubs with me, okay? Because the golfing looks fantastic. I got to drive by a portion of a course, and you know it's July, and it's, it was still so green and beautiful, um, and, and just—I mean—the the, the Rocky Mountains in the background. I would love to do a round of golf out there.
1: And this is from the man who doesn't really like to golf.
0: It's not that I don't really like to golf. It's that I have so many other things to do. And, and should I take some of the precious time I have with my wife and children to go golf? Should I take the time away from work? It's priorities.
1: I love you. You are an incredible man. Um, on the note of priorities, so you were there for a seminar. Um, I know you were in in the seminar the two days you were there. But the second night, mm-hmm. what time did you get out and where did you go exploring?
0: Uh, so I got out of the seminar at five, but we had like a social hour that went until seven. Uh, and there was a lot of great mingling going on there and, and actually fantastic thing that there was, uh, multiple residents of Denver that were there. So I, I got to ask them, you know, pick their brains and I was like, okay, I have one more night here, uh, before I come back here tomorrow. Uh, let's, 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 take a look at what I I have, you know, my two, three hours and and uh, what's going to make me want to come back to Denver. So I kept hearing Rhino over and over again. Uh, R-I-N-O, uh, Republican in name only. Uh, no. <laughs>
1: I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. When you hear Rhino, that's usually it's Republican in name only. Okay. Um, or, or we use it Rotarian in name only. I was going to say,
1: I've, I thought Rhino was like a clothing brand.
0: Uh, R-H-I-N-O is a okay, clothing yeah. brand, and I think that has something to do with Puff Daddy.
1: Okay, anyway, so what is Rhino?
0: So Rhino is like an arts district. Okay. So think of the episode of South Park, which is lovely. I actually got to watch it while I was there falling asleep one night, where you had all the revitalization of South Park going on. hmm and it was mainly because Randy wanted a Whole Foods. Well,
1: oh, that was like a whole like little mini series within the series. It was like four or five episodes. Where yes. you had this going on. Yeah.
0: So Denver truly had all these little neighborhoods that had been revitalizing. <laughs> so that episode has some a lot of truth to it. Interesting. And funny enough, <laughs> I saw two really nice Whole Foods. I didn't get to explore a lot of Denver. But in my my exploration of Denver, I ran across two gorgeous giant Whole Foods.
1: Did you go into Casa Bonita? Uh,
0: <laughs> I really wanted to go to Casa Bonita. It was about four miles. No, it was I think even less than that. I think it was four minutes. It's like one point two miles from from where my hotel was. Uh, but unfortunately, with the time that I had, it just it didn't make sense to go there, and I, I just missed the opening. If it had actually been opened, I would have I would have wasted two hours there for sure but we're uh, I I guess like the third pushback from from the grand opening if you go to the website you actually have a message directly from Matt and Trey uh, along (laughs) with their partner and it's all very exciting they have a great chef Uh, they've been revitalizing it for a couple of years now apparently it's been closed down since something like 2007 wow so it's been closed for a minute it got bought out by Something else became another name and closed down like within a year of that. So it's it's been 15 plus years. So it's it, I, I, I think with Denver's revitalization, it's going to be an awesome thing for a South Park head like myself.
1: I was going to say, if you don't know what we're talking about, there is a great episode of South Park called Casa Bonita. It's a Mexican restaurant. It's an amazing Mexican with restaurant. With cliff divers
0: <laughs> and puppet shows. Yeah.
1: Um, but so the owner or the creators of South Park have actually purchased this restaurant yes. and they're bringing it back. Yes. So that's cool. Um, whereabouts was like, because I know you said you drove by where the Broncos play, but what about the mm-hmm. baseball stadium where the Rockies play?
0: Okay, so there is, it's not Union Square. It's, um, I, I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's like the the train hub. Okay. That, that starts there in downtown Denver. I know it for sure goes to the airport, among other places. Uh, and that area, that train, that's Union Square, something like that? It feeds into the Milk Crate District. Okay. Uh, again, another revitalized area with restaurants and shopping and things of this sort and bars. Uh, so the Milk Crate District feeds into the Rocky Stadium. I saw the Rocky Stadium from the other side of the train station, so I I went on foot, foot uh, walked maybe three quarters of a mile, mile at the most, and got to see. I think I sent you a selfie. You did, yeah, uh, with the, with the Rocky Stadium behind me. Uh, not really a good way to get there on foot. Okay. And I realized that that's why I didn't walk any closer uh, than that point. But then once I walked through the train station, and yes, you can walk through the train station.
1: So very much like uh, Grand Central Terminal in uh, New York. Yes. but But outdoor. Oh, cool. I love it. Even better.
0: Yes. Yes. It's not underground. It's... Yeah. um, And you walk through there, and as you walk through there, there's like little teeny restaurants, and then you walk into the greater square, and in the greater square... You have um, all sorts of, of, of great things. Um, I ate at a beautiful ramen spot. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had ramen. <laughs> I didn't have ramen. I, I essentially had like the sides of the room So I had like salmon tacos. Oh, yummy. And uh, what was the other thing? I had like a salmon, no, a spicy tuna ice cream cone.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, like a hand roll.
0: Yes, but it was like actually an ice cream cone.
1: Oh my God, I love it. So it was like a waffle cone with like, okay. that, that sounds delightful.
0: It was very good. <laughs> and then I had uh, dumplings.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds great.
0: Yes. And I, I had that with sake. Nice. And apparently, so here's, here's a, a good point. The Denver area actually produces a couple of different brands of sake.
1: Well, they do that up uh, in Folsom as well.
0: Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah um denver area also has quite a few breweries Mm -hmm. i didn't get to visit any of them i walked by a few of them uh but denver definitely known for for its beer too uh so when you walk through the station going back to that you get out into the milk crate district it's pretty large it does feed into one of the corners does feed into littermare square okay um i didn't get to quite to the point where they met Uh, But I did start venturing closer to the Rocky Stadium. I didn't get to see it from where you would go as a pedestrian. Yeah. Uh, Again, just just because of timing and everything. Uh, But I did find in the Milk Crate uh, District, I did find a speakeasy. I love it. And had a couple.
1: uh, Was that where you got me the deck of cards from? I did. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you sent me a picture, but I was busy putting the boys to bed. And he, he had like a deck of cards, and he's like, pick a card, any card. So is that like your menu essentially? Yes. Oh my God, I love it. Yes.
0: And they have, you know, you have a little cheat card there, and it tells you, you know, twos are, are your um, gin drink, threes are your, uh, you know, nines are your American whiskeys, tens are other whiskeys. Okay. So, so there is a pattern to it. So you're not having to sit there and go through all the cards. Uh, Really neat way to go. That's cool. Yeah. And they, you know, they had a seasonal menu and they had the wine and beer menu, but their their year round uh, cocktails were on a deck of cards.
1: That's awesome. Uh, That sounds like so much fun. So in your limited time there, in your research before you went there, if we were to go back with the kids, what do you think we would want to do with the kids?
0: So there's a few museums there. Um, So I would definitely want to do one of the museums. I would love to go to a Rockies game. Mm-hmm. So there are some very cheaply priced tickets. So it's a lot like Petco Park. Okay. Remember, we got That's phenomenal. San
1: Diego for y'all who don't know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's it it's a lot like that. You know, we got $52 seats and we were literally. 10 feet away from Tim Flannery.
1: Yeah, we were on the third base side. We were on in the front row. Yeah. And those were it was, I think we paid hundred bucks for both those tickets.
0: Yeah, so it was phenomenal. So the Rockies tickets you can get very inexpensively as well. And again, that feeds out into the the milk crate district, much like Petco Park feeds out to the gas lamp <laughs> district. Uh so I would definitely want to take the kids to a Rockies game. I would take them to the museum. There is a zoo. So the zoo would be something to do. And definitely we got to get, uh, you know, one or two um, hikes outdoors with the boys. Definitely would want to go back. It's a beautiful city. It's not that far away. It's not that far.
1: Um, when you were looking at flights, cause I know you flew out of Oakland just because mm-hmm. uh, that was just the way it worked out for you. And I know it was ultimately like four hours there and back because you had the layovers. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at flights, when If you research at all, um, going out of San Francisco, do you know how long a direct flight was?
0: I'd imagine it'd be no more than two hours, 10 minutes, something like that. Okay,
1: yeah, so that's not bad at all.
0: Um, Because the two, with the connecting flight, it was something like an hour nine from Denver to Salt Lake. And then from Salt Lake to Oakland was like an hour 29.
1: Okay. Okay. So, yeah, maybe. So,
0: without the takeoff and landings yeah. being added in and a direct path, yeah, you'd probably be two hours, a little over.
1: Okay. So, yeah, definitely doable. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, put the kid in front of a movie and we're there.
0: Right. And, and you know, it's important to mention that I booked this about 10 days before,
1: yeah, this before was, going. Yeah, this was a very rushed thing.
0: <laughs> um, And I, I'm so happy I did it. I learned so much in that seminar. Uh, it hammered home some points that I have been working on and really has made me refreshed to come back and kick some behind. And I would say that Denver is a place I really would like to go and visit, truly, truly, truly visit and not, you know, be be in a seminar the whole time.
1: Cool. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, your trip with us and what you saw. Is there anything else you want to add?
0: Uh, no. No, I, I actually... I'm I'm just so happy that I got the chance to get a taste and I can't wait to, you know, get a bigger taste with you.
1: Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, uh, babe, for letting me kind of interview you today. And if there's nothing else, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time.